0: Today's guest is a life coach and animator at Walt Disney Animation Studios and the author of a newly launched book titled Be Better Than You. The book as well as the movement centers around deep-rooted mindfulness with the mission of reprogramming our community to be more aware, conscious and become the leaders of their lives. Welcome to the show, How are you doing?
1: Hi, thank you so much, Toby. I appreciate you.
0: Thank you for, you know, making time even at this um, phase of your life, you know, with everything that's going on around you to still uh, make the time to create impact, to have this wonderful conversation with me. I really appreciate your time and I'm looking forward to everything I'm going to learn from you, learn about the book in this episode.
1: Yeah, no, I'm (laughs) looking forward to it as well. And like I said, again, thank you for having me. I'm excited.
0: I would just love, you know, to first learn about your childhood story, like when I was reading about you, I was like, yes, this must be the first thing I will ask you. <laughs> so I, I would just love to know, how was it like, you know, growing up with a blossoming curiosity, dealing with weight issues and an unhealthy lifestyle and the loss of your father? How was that like?
1: Right. Well, yeah, you kind of, you kind of jam packed a lot into that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, as, as far as my childhood, you know, I, I had a fantastic childhood, you know, uh, I did go through the ringer every now and again, you know, uh, you know, just, just being a, I think I talk, I talk about it in the book as well. You know, one of the biggest things that I went through as a kid is just being dark-skinned, mm-hmm. right? And I grew up in a neighborhood that was, you know, there wasn't a lot of Black people around. It wasn't a lot of people that looked like me, right? Yeah. And yes. uh, for me, when I was younger, you know, I was, I was a very observant child, mm-hmm. right? So I would, I, I would always, you know, try to process what people are doing and, and process their results and, you know, uh, and try to think about, you know, what, what drives them, right? Mm-hmm. What's their motivation and, and how it relates to what happened, what, what the outcome was in their lives. So for me, you know, to, you know, complement that is like, okay, well, I did that even with people that I like to play with, you know, my friends and, you know, just people that I was around. So mm-hmm. with me being a dark skinned girl, you know, obviously, uh, there was only so far that my intuition or my philosophy or theories can go as a seven, eight-year-old child. Even though I was very observant, I, you know, I only knew so much, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, uh, when I was observing, like just other people or uh, my friends, I just, I just, I just saw what was on the surface, right? I saw yeah. that they didn't look, they they didn't look like me, mm-hmm. right? They were different colors, different shapes, different sizes. everything. you know, my observation was very surface. Um, and that's all I had to connect. So for me, it was very disheartening as a child because I used to get made fun of a lot because I was dark skinned, right? Yeah. Uh, and I was also a tomboy growing up too. So I would always get made fun of for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh so, so you know, that part was very tough for me. But thankfully I had a, a beautiful mother and father who, you know, did a lot to instill confidence in me mm-hmm. and uh and boost, you know, boost my self-esteem and, and let me know, like and, and made me grow into, you know, being honored to be a black person being you know having the feeling like it's a privilege to be dark-skinned right yes. and and actually love it not only just embrace it or accept it like I love it I wouldn't have it any other way so <laughs> yes. uh, you know uh, so growing up you know I, I love my childhood but as far as you know things that I had to endure um, mm-hmm. it, it was it was that just getting made fun of and then like I say having nothing else to connect to as a kid because I I knew nothing else right at the the time all I knew was surface you know observations like I said color shape sizes Mm -hmm. and uh and it felt it felt like I was being rejected because of how my color shape and size yeah right so it was it was very hard for me because I felt like that was all I had um to have the connection and have the relationships that I earned for
0: How are were you able to deal with this, you know, difference in society? Like, you know, you being unique in that in that way and that space. How were able to deal with, you know, just being a dark-skinned girl in a white community, for example?
1: Yeah, I, I think it, I think it was just that. Uh, other than that, like, I don't I don't I don't think I ever felt that uh, like my actual friends, right? Because my actual friends, when growing up, they were white, mm-hmm. right, or they were Latina, right, uh, and yeah. uh, so uh, they, the ones who knew me personally, I don't feel like they were personally attacking me, right. Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. So I felt a little safe, but at the same time, not really, I still felt, I felt safe, but I felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. So while I was having fun with my, you know, white and Latina friends, uh, it was great, but it was always a little uncomfortable, especially with, you know, uh, with white people, right. Because no, they're not trying to attack and, you know, they're not personally trying to, um, you know undermine undermine me or anything like that or treat me like less than but obviously you know you can't control how people are their household they're raised in right so there were times where you might find little sly comments here and there and it's not necessarily that the child at the time knew what they were doing Mm -hmm. but i would still catch it because you know for people like us we're 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 not immune to this like this is this is our everyday, right? Yeah. So even if it's a even if it's not a direct comment to a, a direct derogatory comment, mm-hmm. we might take it, we might take offense to what's happening because we feel it and we uh, we understand the energy surrounding it, and that's what makes it, that's what makes it come personal. So it's not necessarily that they're doing it uh intentionally, which my friends weren't, but I would always catch a little, you know, a little uh slide things here and there, a little just like energies off, but like I said, I always felt different uh with my friends and anybody else but uh but i did feel safe with them so it was so it was okay
0: yeah and one thing i could relate to also was you know about the, the weight issue for example you said you were skinny all the way till college i believe and all, all, all of a sudden you know you, you, you gain some weight and you have to deal with that and also you know some unhealthy um lifestyle also came into place would you say it they were related um to they are related to each other like you know Having that kind of background, where you felt the energy was off, and led you to becoming um someone that's you know an elderly lifestyle mixed up with you know dealing with weight issues also, would you say they're all interconnected?
1: Ah, uh, no, I wouldn't say they're connected. I mean, it, like I said, you know, for me, I, I my my mother and father did a great job as a, as when I was a kid to mm. kind of satisfy or um uh, make me con like content with what I was putting up with yeah. as a child like so when it, like i said when it comes to you know being offended or being attacked for uh, or feeling feeling differentiated right or mm-hmm. uh, experiencing derogatory uh phrases or or actions or behavior yeah. uh, they did a good job kind of like i said instilling that confidence in me to where i didn't take it personal where i didn't feel um ugly or i didn't feel less than or i didn't feel unworthy Right. Um, yes. they, they, did, they did a really good job kind of capping that as a child. So uh, growing older, like even in my teenage days, I, I didn't deal with that anymore. Like, obviously, I still dealt with it as far as receiving it. Right. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're still receiving it. You and That's I. True. That's right. True. It never it never stops. But how I handle it and how I manage it. Um, and even how I take advantage of it, uh, it's, it's much, it's much different today. It, it, as far as bothering me or anything like that, or feeling personally offended or attacked, um, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of non-existent at this point. So, uh, my weight gain and things like that in college, that was just a college thing. (laughs) You know, that was was just kind of, you know, kind of living carelessly in, Mm. uh, in high school and college, you know, you're not worried about diet and stuff. Oh, back then. You know, people are way more conscious about, you know, or way more health conscious nowadays uh, than were back then. So uh, that's all that was in college. You know, it's stressful. Right. I went to a very I went to a very competitive college and, uh, you know, it it induced a lot of stress because, you know, I wanted to be good. Right. Mm -hmm. I wanted to Mm -hmm. be the best. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, I had dreams. I had uh, admiration and. Uh with that, I knew that I had to be top tier to get to where I wanted to go in life. So that's what induced, you know, the smoking and the unhealthiness and the weight gain and stuff like that. And mm. uh, it sent me down a, a horrible, a horrible path internally. Right. But um, unfortunately, I, at the time, I felt like that's what I needed to, to make it through. I probably mm. didn't. But that is the result of the process. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately,
0: yeah. Well, it's so awesome that you bounce back and you are who you are today. You are a life coach. You are an animator at Walt Disney, and also now you have this lovely book that you no, know, we're going to talk about right now. Also, that's right. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, um, it gives like hope to people out there who think oh um there's nothing. Up on there's nothing else for them in life after they've gone down that you know that spiral road like you know they, yeah some of them might think oh because um, I'm a smoker or a chain smoker or I, I'm addicted to drugs I can't make anything meaningful out of my life but that's not true that's not true right. Yeah. absolutely
1: not true right so i and i tell people all the time you know it's not necessarily the mistake you know it's what you do after the mistake right how do you follow up with that you know there's always a chance to course correct yourself there's always a chance to course correct your life you're not locked down into your past you're not locked down into what you've done even if it was two seconds ago what ha- what matters is how you recover right so that's that's a lot about that's a lot behind be better than you as well it's like okay how do we continue to get better you know forget what happened in the past you can use that as a resource if you need to, right? If it relates to what's happening and what you want to happen in the future. But the reality is we're just trying to figure out how to get better every day in every way. Right. Yeah. In the most yes. obsessive way. You know, so if you have that that lifestyle and that mindset and that drive, mm. you know, it's, it, you can't get held back. Right. So you, you can't like you you wouldn't be able to do it if you try, you know, to let your past hold you down or to let, you know, like I said, being a chain smoker or being unhealthy or being overweight or whatever the case is or being made fun of or feeling attacked. Mm. It's you who makes the decision to to get locked down by that. It's not society. Right. Society is here. Society is part of our environment, but our lives are is internal.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. So whatever whatever happens and how we decide to move everything outside, when we close our eyes, this is this is this is life. Once we close our eyes. Right. Our life is happening internally. Mm -hmm. Right. Everything outside of that. Once you open your eyes, it's just an accessory to your Mm -hmm. life. Right. And you get to decide how you want to accessorize. Right.
0: (laughs) That's (laughs) right.
1: Right. Just like you do jewelry and things like that. You get to decide what clothes you want to wear and how you want to wear what makes you feel good. And you don't wear what doesn't make you feel good. Our environment is the same way. We need to understand how to utilize it. This is not what brings us down. Mm -hmm. Right. We make the decision that we allow it to bring us down. And then that's how we start to lose power within our own lives. Mm
0: I was going to ask you about, you know, the motivation and the inspiration behind writing the book, but it's like, you've answered that already for me. Like I can see the passion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but is there anything else you love to add to that? Like at what point in your, in your, in your life did you say, yes, I have this inspiration to write this. I have experienced all of these things and I would love to share these tools, these skills with the world to impact them also in one way or the other.
1: Right. Yeah. So yeah, the funny part is, is that I never actually had a goal to write a book right that's never been in my thought process that's never been something i wanted to do kind of like i wanted to always work for disney animation right yeah. uh writing a book kind of came uh, it, I, it came naturally but it came kind of waywardly as well right so uh one day uh, is about probably five years ago maybe six at this point time's moving extremely fast yeah. but uh, i was on the phone with my mom one day and we were just on the phone you know just talking and probably gossiping like we always do right and uh <laughs> And I remember we were honing in on one person and I don't remember uh, what the conversation was, but I do remember that I was just going on and on about whatever this person was doing. And then I kind of generalized it and was like, you know what, like, you know, they don't understand this. And, you know, unfortunately this is their reality. And if they were to do this, this is this, not, and and I'm just going on and on and on. And my mom just like, oh yeah, you know, she's just agreeing. And then all of a sudden, like playfully, I was like, I should just write a book, right? You know, kind of, kind, of, <laughs> yeah. kind of tooting my own horn because I'm just going on and on and on about what this other person should be doing, mm. right? And what they don't recognize and what they don't realize. And I'm passionate about it. You know, it's not necessarily that I was talking about them. It was like, yeah, this is what would help them, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, so very, you know, very, um, you know, I was just like, oh, I should just write a book. And yes. uh, my mom, she's very, very religious, very spiritual person, you know, mm. God-fearing woman. Mm. And when I said that, she just kind of stopped. Right. It was just complete silence. And she said, uh, that's the Lord getting ready to use you. Wow. You know, and uh, when she said that, it was weird. (laughs) Kind of as weird (laughs) as it is now. You know what I mean? Like, I was like. (laughs) <laughs> right? And it kind of it kind of scared me a little bit, right? Because it just like the conversation, like I said, I was playing. Like I was just like, oh, I should just write a book, like just very casually. And it just got so serious so fast. And with the way that she said that, it kind of scared me because this is not something I've ever thought of before. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of writing a book. And then her saying that the Lord's getting already use you, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even understand what she means by that, but it sounds very exposing. Right. It sounds like that I'm going to be exposed in a way to serve him by serving his people. Mm. Right. And uh, at the time, it's still her saying that it still didn't give me the goal to write a book. Uh, Mm. but it was forever etched in my heart and my mind because of the way she responded to that. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so one day uh, it was, you know, probably a couple of years later, uh, I got the opportunity to move to New York to work for another animation studio. Mm. And we ended up the animators, we ended up having a lot of time on our hands. Right. And uh, because they were doing a lot of stuff with the, with the movie and things like that. So we were kind of on chill mode for a while and, I, it came back to me because I just had so much time and I never had that much open free time before. Yeah, um, and it came back to me, and I was just like, you know what? Maybe I should, maybe I should try this. Yeah, right? and, uh, and that's when it started. Oh, that's awesome!
0: I'm so happy that you listened to the voice of the Lord and you wrote the book. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, it, yeah. Good... You, you have to, man. It's some some things you just you can't you can't run away from if you try.
0: Yeah, that's right? true. Yes. So you know the, the book and as well as the the movement that is around it um, centers around mindfully reprogramming our community to be more aware, to be more um, conscious and to become the leaders of our lives. And so far as you've already been explaining, I could already see why it is very important for us to be better than ourselves every day of our lives, to improve on ourselves every day. So how, how can we go about this? How can we become the leaders of our lives?
1: Well, I think it starts with, you know, understanding who you are, mm. right? Uh, uh, for, for a lot of us, unfortunately, that's, that's a big hurdle. Yeah. Right. Um, So for a lot of us, you know, like I said, we live from the outside in instead of the inside out, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a very dangerous place to live because our society, as we know, is very wayward. Right. It's very wild. It's very erratic. It's very volatile. Right. Um, And it's very ambiguous. Right. You can't you can't get anything meaningful. You can't get anything direct or sure. You can't be certain if you're living from the outside in. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm. This is how you get, you know, uh, something I call in the book, you know, uh, adopted thinking, right, where you can't, you can't think for yourself, you have, to, you have to get ammunition from the outside, and then that's how you can kind of formulate an opinion of your own. But you can't do it on your own, you can't evaluate, you can't regulate, you can't manage yourself because you don't even understand who you are. Mm. So when you talk about self-development and you talk about personal growth, that makes, it makes it almost impossible if you don't even know who you're dealing with.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: Right. How are you going to change someone that you don't know anything about? Mm. So and when, it bec- when it when we talk about becoming the leaders of our lives, that's the first step. So in my book, you know, my chapters are very strategic. And the first chapter is self-reflection.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Uh, And that's what we talk about. We break that down because the sooner we can break down those barriers and get to and get to know who we are, bring out those skeletons. Right. I think about the different the different perspectives that other people may have of us, the different perceptions that we may have of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we think about the things that we've done, the things that we want to do. And we just simply reflect on that and embrace who we are and start to love and accept and then understand who we are Uh, at that point. Now, now we're at that. Now we're here. Now we have the platform; we can start to get better.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Right now we're at the platform; we can start to expand and enhance, Mm -hmm. right, and learn how to take advantage and be the leaders of our lives. But it starts with understanding who we are, what we are, and uh, and understanding that. And it comes with reflection.
0: Yeah, I I love that. I love that so much. Well, you know, sometimes I get this question a lot. It could be. It's very difficult to, to answer for me personally. I don't know if you could answer that. Um, if someone comes over to you and say, "Hey," um. Yeah, it's very wonderful. Like you say, I should know who I am. But how can I go about that? I, I know my name is Toby. Um, I wake up every morning. I go to my job. I do this. I fit I you know provide for my family. And I go to bed at night. And I repeat the same thing every day. Yeah, I, I believe that's who I am. So when you say discover who you truly are, how what else am I to discover? <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's more so uh, what the eyes can't see. Mm. Right. I think it's more so discovering the things that are intangible, that you, yeah. that you can't describe, right? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. the, for me, the greatest part of me, you'll never be able to see it. That's true. right? It's mm-hmm. internal, it's energy, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is energy. So when you talk about your name is Toby and my name is Shay, well, how many people do you think is named Shay and Toby?
0: A lot, millions. A lot, <laughs>
1: yeah. A lot right. So, so yes. what does that tell anybody about you? It tells you nothing. nothing. It tells them nothing, it tells you nothing. Right. Uh, you talk about, oh, I'm from California. Oh, I like pizza. I eat pizza every night. I meditate every night. OK, well, there's a lot of people who do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's very basic information. And if that's all you know about yourself, it, of course, I can I can imagine I can bet money that your life is difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, and it might not be difficult as far as like, you know, you can have the richest people in the world and they're not happy. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so but your life is a struggle internally, um, if that's all, you know. So when you talk about, you know, how do I get to this point where I can understand who I truly am? Like I said, yes. it comes with self-reflection and in reflection, it come, you know, there comes awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I said, there comes truth. And I mean, like the real truth. Right. Yeah. Answering questions about yourself. You know, one of the biggest things for me is I, I interrogate everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything mm-hmm. that I do, everything that I feel, I'm like, why? I question it. Why yeah. do you feel that way, Shay? And in this and this happens even if I'm feeling embarrassed and if I'm feeling stupid, right? Because people don't like to feel stupid. And when they feel stupid, they just kind of brush it under the rug and they do whatever they can uh, to falsify the situation or the reality yeah. in a way and try to spin it in a way that they can go to sleep at night and yeah. satisfying way that they, they can go to sleep at night and feel good about themselves and reassure themselves that they are who they say they are, they are who they think, like they're trying to sell themselves as who they are. And this is what their life is about, just constantly reassuring and falsifying their reality just so they can feel confident. Right. Yeah. And, and, if they, and, and, you know, and they say, you know, practice makes perfect, or, you know, at, you know, you scale through repetition, you know, you gain skill through repetition. Yeah. People are using that same philosophy, but they're just using it in a way that's actually very detrimental. Yeah. Right. Cause they're like, okay, if I can, if I can sell myself that I am this person that I want to be, and just kind of brush everything else under the rug, that doesn't, that doesn't complement who I want to be and who I'm trying to sell everybody else that I am, mm-hmm. you know, we get rid of that. Right. Yeah. And if I do this enough, Maybe I'll convince myself that this is who I am. Maybe I'll convince others that this is who I am. And you'll have some people where it's not so much about them convincing themselves of who they are. They're trying to convince others. And the goal is if I can convince other people that I am this person and they believe me, maybe I'll start to believe me. Yeah. Right. And and it's it's a lot of energy and effort we get into to try to pretend that we're something that we're not. Mm -hmm. And in the book, I actually talk about how to take advantage of this right but at this point we're doing that but we're using it to a disadvantage Mm. right so we're putting a lot of energy and effort into trying to act like and fake the funk of who we are who we truly are but we're only playing ourselves right yeah there's a there's a way we can take advantage of this by accepting who we are and bringing all those skeletons to the table and embracing them and loving ourselves and and getting that understanding right so if we're so if we're triggered by something yeah let's understand why we're being triggered Mm. And if it comes back to, oh, well, that, well I don't want to accept that because it makes me feel like a bad person. Okay, well, just be a bad person for a little bit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you can't be honest in a room by yourself, when can you be honest? True. Yeah. Right? So if, right if, if, if something happens and it triggers you and it makes you react or even makes you hurt someone, hurt someone's feelings or anything like that, once you reflect on it, bring that to the table. This, mm-hmm. is, this is how you start to gain that understanding. And instead of brushing it under the rug, say, hey, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. not cool and just kind of you know like there's moments where i feel icky about myself all the time well not all the time but you know but there are moments where i feel icky about myself but my my point is i do it all the time i integrate all the time right i reflect all the time and i'm like why did i do that right and this and when if i have that understanding Mm -hmm. i can i can kind of read the tea leaves in the future i can catch myself i'm more aware i have a broader perspective within myself Mm. right Cause it may not be. Maybe I was in a weird situation, and I'm like, you know what? I I typically wouldn't do that. That's not something Shay would do, but she did it. Yeah. Let's think. Let's journey back and figure out why you did it. Why did Why did you do that, Shay? Because you don't normally do this. Mm-hmm. So now I have a broader perspective within myself, and now I can catch. You know, I, I can catch things easily, I, I have a I have a better understanding. I can use. I can use my weaknesses and and things that do trigger me to my advantage by not putting myself in situations that's going to that's going to do that.
0: Yes. Right. That's true.
1: Right. Or even or even even if I have myself in a situation where I have triggering moments that make me react in ways that I've learned in the past that I don't want to experience. Once I feel it, if I have an understanding of that. And I am put in a situation in the future where I know I feel that trigger coming. I can feel that energy. I can feel the tension rising Mm -hmm. where I might be triggered Mm -hmm. instead of letting fear drive me at that point. Right now I'm like, okay, I can take advantage. I can take advantage of this. Right. Because I I feel, I feel the the experience that I'm having. Mm -hmm. Okay. How can I utilize this? Right. Mm -hmm. Whether, and that's your choice at that point, do you leave? Right. Or is this is this someone, you know, um, is this someone intentionally trying to trigger you? You know, at that point, you can read the situation much more clear.
0: Yes.
1: Instead of just reacting out of fear when yeah. you have that understanding. And this is where the power comes into play. Mm. Right. So this is just understanding within yourself. So imagine if you have all that understanding in every situation that you walk into, you can actually create a level of dominance. Mm -hmm. even if you don't understand even if you walk into a space that you don't know anything about you can create a level of dominance Mm -hmm. if you have that understanding within yourself because you can read clearly yes you don't have a habit of brushing things under the rug you have a habit of reflecting and bringing shit up right
0: yeah yeah, so now
1: when you have that understanding now okay now we're talking about the outside world Mm -hmm. so now this is where you become it's insanely powerful Mm -hmm. right because you're already You're locked in here within yourself, right? You (laughs) have that understanding within yourself. So now when it comes to the outside world, we get into the situation of you've seen one toilet, you've seen them all,
0: Mm, you know, that
1: concept is like, oh, there's no reason to look at my bathroom. You've seen one bathroom, you've seen them all. Okay. (laughs) So when you have that understanding of yourself, you're going to have that understanding of everything and every, and everyone around you, because Mm. the, the reality is. We all like to think that we're different, but we're not different. We're all the same. We just express ourselves. We express ourselves differently.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, that's very.
1: True. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. We just operate differently in those in those 24 hours.
0: Of course, that's very There's true. There's nothing
1: different. We're all human beings. We just express ourselves differently. So once you once you can uh, understand that, mm-hmm. you're like okay, because mm-hmm. it's just a matter of perspective at that point, right? Yes, of course. Like it's, it's like so. I say I, I see what you're doing. But you're just doing it a different way. Yes. Right. Yes, so yes. you go to the gym at you go to the gym at two. I go to the gym at four. Mm-hmm. Right. You're working on your arms today. I'm working on my legs today. Yes. Okay. We're both working out, but we're just doing two different things at a, at a certain time. So if you have that understanding within yourself, once it gets to the outside world and people and your interactions and the things that you want to do, your career aspirations or anything like that you're going to find ways. And it's not, there's not one answer. There's a bunch of answers. answers.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so awesome.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, so it's yes, like, yes. And that, that, I said, that's how you kind of get to the point where you can get anything that you want in life, because there's not just one way to do anything. Mm-hmm. So you're never going to get stopped. You know, we journey yes. back to what we said before. It's like, you know, uh, mistakes and, you know, being made fun of or whatever the case is and being mm-hmm. unhealthy. It's like, Once you gain that understanding of who you are, um, that's that's your power. Because now at that point, like I said, nothing can stop you.
0: If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is StartupRad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to startuprad.eo podcast, or check for the startuprad.eo internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the
1: startuprad.eo skill as well.
0: Yes. Once you get an understanding of who you truly are, once you know who you truly are, you have that clarity, you have that insight already, and that we you're able to tap into, you know, your potentials or become the, the leader of your own life, basically. Yeah, yes.
1: Right, exactly. And that's and like I said, that's, that's your choice, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of, a lot of people, unfortunately, um, you know, we're looking for an answer outside of ourselves. True. Right. And especially when you get into the topic of passion and purpose. Right. Mm. What's my passion? What's my purpose? You know, and people are looking for looking at the outside for those answers. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and I, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, a phrase in my book from Victor Franco <laughs> and uh, in, in man's search for meaning, which is an excellent book. And he says, uh, he says, it's kind of like, you know, he's like, you wouldn't ask a chess player what's the best move to make mm. because it depends. Yeah, right. play like, I I can't tell you the perfect way to go about it, no, no. because it depends on what the other person does. Of course. Right. So, you know, like I said, unfortunately, a lot of people when it comes to passion and purpose or just how to be successful mm. internally or externally, personally or professionally, they're looking for an answer. They're looking yeah. for one answer. They're looking for steps. Mm. Right. Yes. And I can't give you that. That comes through exploration. Mm-hmm. Right now I can guide you through exploration and that's where coaching comes into play. Yeah. But as far as finding the answer, there is not one answer. There's a bunch of answers yes. and it it depends on what life gives you, mm-hmm. right? It depends on your circumstance, yeah. right? It depends on how you were raised. It depends on your triggers. It depends on your level of understanding, mm-hmm. right? It depends on your, your beliefs and how open you are. True. Right. True. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that. And that's the fun part.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a lovely, you answered a question that I was asking myself before we started this conversation, like, I was going through your website, I'm going to place a link in the show notes of this episode, for everyone who's interested to click on the link to order your book on Amazon also, and also go through your website, basically, because it's filled with a lot of wonderful information that could bless one's life, basically. You, you know, on your website, you wrote, um, what if you already had everything you needed to take your life to the next level? And I was like, hmm, what if I add everything? What is everything I need? But now from your answer, from what you've been saying so far, I've been able to have an insight to that. Yes, I have everything I actually need to become a better person, to get to the next level, to get my full potential out of life, or to unlock my full potential when I can, you know, explore, ask myself, why did I do this? Go through the mistakes that I've gone through in the past and know why I did that. You know, I self-reflect also. That's so wonderful. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's, it's interesting because, like, I, I repeat myself over and over and over when it comes to self-reflection. I'm like, you got to reflect, self-awareness, all that kind of stuff, um, self-anything, right? Mm. It, it comes from reflection, yes, right? And it, and, it, and it comes from having an open mind and being accepting, yeah. right? Because you are who you are. So any, any, any effort or energy that you're putting outside of that yeah. is a waste of time. True, that's true. You are, you are who you are, mm. right? And if you have a problem with that, you're going to have problems in your life, Period. Yeah. you're not going to be able to run away from it mm. maybe you'll change the narrative maybe you'll change the scenery but yeah. you're not going to run away from the struggle that you're experiencing internally
0: that's true yes
1: so accepting who you are is is, is more than dismissing mm. parts of yourself right because we can say oh i i'm a liar i, I accept that mm. okay well do you accept the consequences that come with you being a liar Right, because if you can say you can say I accept myself, I'm a liar. I accept that. But then when you lie to other people and you experience the consequences, oh God, you know. And then all of a sudden, you you're upset, and you're, you you don't know what to do. Yeah. Everything happens to you, and then you don't you don't understand. You, you can't manage. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So. If you can accept that you're a liar, okay, well now we got to accept the like what's going to happen, right? Mm. And it's okay. If you if, if like this is a this <laughs> might not be the best example, but if you do accept that. It's like, okay, I'm a liar. I accept that. Mm. Now let's start to understand everything that comes with that. Mm. Yes. You know, and this can be proven just for the opposite too. Like, you know, I'm an empath. Mm. Okay. Me being an empath, it's easy for me to um kind of absorb other people's emotions, absorb other people's realities and things like that, which can be very draining, right? But it's also extremely beautiful. Okay. So now you say, okay, well, I'm an empath. I I tend to take on other people's Stress. I tend to take on other people's excitement. I tend to to take up other people's um, drama, whatever the case is, maybe you're you're probably a go to person if you're Mm -hmm. an empath, because people come to you, they feel inspired and emotionally connected. And and that can be draining for you. It's beautiful, but it's also draining that people come to you for that over and over and over. Right. And uh, so if you are that you say, okay, I do accept that I'm an empath. Now, what is now what comes with that? Mm That's true. And then we talk about what comes with that, whether it's the good or the bad. Now you can say, okay, well, how, how am I going to start managing this? Mm. Right? And that's, and that's just another level of understanding who you are.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: How, how can I start managing this? That way, when it does come, mm. I don't get drained. And that's when you start talking about boundaries, right? Mm. And things like that, right? And what are the, advantage, what are the advantages here? Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and, and like i said it's 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 literally just all a conversation it's just a form of self-communicating mm. all the time right yes. so um, loving yourself and self-care and honoring yourself and having self-awareness and perception and all these type all these types of things it comes from communi- communicating with yourself yes. constantly it doesn't stop
0: yes right? that's true that's very true you know and it's so wonderful like you know after um, self-reflection in your book the next chapter is goals and now you, all the questions you're posting now that like um questions to set goals for ourselves like i've accepted that i am this kind of person now what do i do with that what's my goal how can i become a better person how can i you, you know, everything you are talking about now is about thinking positively thinking and productively with your situation in life basically and That's also a goal for for some people like me. Like, how can I become, you know, a positive thinker? How can I, you know, become much more productive with the way I think, for example? Or how can I become much more independent of the situation or the external um, environment and just center into myself first and work on myself first? So... Can you, teach me, can you teach me how to do this? Are there like ways we could <laughs> set goals to so become a better person for ourselves?
1: Right, yeah, no, and, and I, I love that you said that because yeah, the next chapter is goals and I did that very strategically, mm-hmm. right? So we have, we have to get ourselves in order first and then once we, once we have that under control, it's like, okay, now let's talk about how we get better, right? Yes. Now let's talk about the things that we want to do because now we've sorted ourselves out, right? Mm-hmm. We have a deep understanding at least, at least we started, at least we opened the door, to that right so now let's get into what we wanted the things that we want to do in life so uh yeah when it comes to goals like that's that's exactly it everything that's in that in that chapter is just about you know uh deep-rooted goal setting Mm -hmm. right and uh and challenges that come behind setting goals too right yeah a lot of us think that once we set goals i mean we talk about motivation and I talk about this in the book too, right? And I've, I've talked about on Instagram is something I, you know, that's just kind of my philosophy is that I don't believe in motivation, mm. right? I, I don't use motivation to get me anywhere. I don't, I don't think it's a catalyst to success or anything. I don't even why? think it's a catalyst to failure, okay. right? Um, some people think like, oh, I, I just wasn't, I lost motivation. So that's why I failed. No, yeah. that's yeah. motivation is not why you failed. Why do right? and, it, and, it won't, and it won't be the reason you succeed because it, motivation is an emotion, Mm -hmm. Right. And you feel it just like you feel anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. Once one one second, you're happy. The next second, you're sad. One second, you're motivated. The next second, you're not because emotions are dependent on circumstance and your success can't be dependent on circumstance because circumstances are going to change all the time. Right. Yes. That's there, could be a, there could be a death in the family. There could be COVID. There could be, you know, you get laid off or whatever the case may be. Maybe you're going to have a child or something like that. Mm. Circumstances change all the time. And if you want to be successful and you have a goal in mind, yeah. you can't you can't depend on motivation. Right. Yeah. You're not going to have it all the time. Motivation is a bonus. So uh, one thing for me that I talk about in the book quite a bit is drive. Uh, that's what you need. You need drive. You need something yeah. that's just going to push you into a wall, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You, you want to like, when you, when you make a goal, like it's, it's not just about, okay, this is just what I want to do. And it's, and it's impulsive. Right. Uh, you you want to make sure that you understand why you want that. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you want to go through the layers of why you want that mm-hmm. so much until you start to get emotionally involved in what this goal is. Yeah. Like I said, to to the point where it makes you want to run through a freaking brick wall after you figure <laughs> that out, right? Yeah, yeah. And then once you figure that out of why you want what you want, then you start to create drive, and this mm-hmm. is this is how you become unstoppable. Because what's gonna happen when you set a goal? The moment you set a goal, life's coming to smack you right in the face. You better believe it. The, they're magnets to each other, mm-hmm. right? You can't have a goal without an obstacle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you, and this is why you can't depend on motivation because as soon as you set that goal, life's going to take and I and I've and I've said it in the book, you know, I so many different areas of my life, life has taken me by the ankles and slammed me into the ground a million times, mm-hmm. right? And yes. I had to take that, I had to take that beating, but no matter what, I like I, I still moved, yeah. right? The so yeah. one thing a lot of uh, uh, like you said, you know, a lot of people when they set goals, you know, it's very easy for them to come to a standstill. Mm-hmm or even or even quit or fail because of things that they've done in the past or a mistake that they've made, they let that halt them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the situation is when you do set a goal, like I said, obstacles are going to come and that's and, and that's okay. Mm. So in the book, in that chapter, I talk about how to overcome that, right? How to navigate, how to manage. That yeah. way nothing, that way nothing can stop you. And then even understanding, you know, in the book I talk about in depth as well, even understanding how to navigate when life does stop you. Mm -hmm. when circumstances do get the best of of your reality,
0: right? Not the best
1: of you, the best of your reality, Mm -hmm. right? And how to navigate through that and still get what you want.
0: Can you, you know, teach me briefly uh, about, you know, distractions and pressure. Like you said, now you need, we need to get that drive. We need to know why we want to achieve what we want to achieve and go through the layers of that. But, you know, this age, this child age, age is filled with so much distraction, so much pressure from our friends, from the community, from our family also. <laughs> so how, how can we, you know, how can we deal with all of these, all of these things and still have that drive to push on and become a better us?
1: I think it, it, it lies in that, right? So, I mean, mm. you can throw focus, you can throw focus into that too. But, ah. uh, you know, when you, when, you, when you think about why you want what you want, mm like, and that comes with a bag of all types of other things, right? So when you talk about drive, you know, focus is in there, right? You know, we talk about, we've talked about awareness a million times that's in there. You know, there's a lot of different philosophies and and logic and theory that comes in that bag of just why you want something, right? Uh, And distractions are part of that. You know, it's going to make you concentrate. It's going to make you focus, right? It's going to, it's going to give you clarity because when you talk about why you want what you want, Clarity is is within that. And I talk about that in in that chapter as well. yeah getting that uh, getting that clarity and and understanding how to uh, keep going, right? Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what distractions happen. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You know, yeah. you're going to constantly continue to move forward. Now, the speed may not be the same. Right. You may have like I say, you may have to stop and slow down and, and zoom past and go, you know, whatever. That's going to continue to fluctuate. That's true. Uh, but you'll never you'll never stop.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, and uh, that's 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 my goal in that chapter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, let, help people understand how to keep it moving, moving, no matter what life throws at you. So, you know, distractions are in there.
0: Yeah, I love that. They're, yeah. they're
1: included in that so it's the same answer. That's good. That's good.
0: And, you know, now we're working on ourselves. We, are, we have our goals. We have the drive. We are focused. We are, you know, moving forward. But, you know, in life, normally we always compete with other people. But now we know, that we know better than that. We know that we have to compete with ourselves, become better versions of ourselves every day. So how do, we, how do we raise the competition within us? How do we raise the competition for ourselves?
1: Right. Yeah, no, that's great. So, like I said, you know, for me, I'm, I'm very obsessive right so uh when i I, and i love a challenge too right so i love challenging myself and 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 i'm a big believer of you know just evolving Mm just constantly evolving right um i think for many of us you know i don't want to speak for everyone but for many of us we do one thing we do it well or maybe we don't even do it well we just do one thing and we continue to do that for the rest of our lives yeah right and this and this And this goes even with even relationships. It goes professionally, personally, in any facet of life. You know, you can even talk about marriage. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, your first girlfriend turns out to be your wife. Right. And you marry Mm -hmm. her just because you thought that was the thing to do. That's the typical American way. Mm -hmm. And and maybe you don't have a happy marriage, but you just you just stick it out and you work through it because of the kids, because you feel like you have to. And that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. that's not the case right you don't have to right there are there are options and same with same professionally you know people if you're a lawyer your parents paid for you to go to school and things like that or whatever yeah. the case is you spend so much time learning to be a lawyer going through the bar and all that kind of stuff to yes. be a lawyer and you've been a lawyer for the past 16 years but it's not necessarily making you happy you don't feel what you used to feel and there's no chemistry there's no energy it's not fulfilling you anymore right yeah. uh but there are people who are like, you know, but I spent so much time doing this. I spent so much time in law school. I paid so much money. My parents paid for me to go to law school. I can't just give that up to start at the bottom somewhere else. I'm 40 years old, I'm 50 years old. I can't do that. Again, like we talked about in the beginning, that's you who makes that decision.
0: True, yes.
1: That you can't do that, right? Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. you can, right? So, uh, so when it comes to, you know, being better than ourselves, it's like for me, I, I, I push myself all the time to evolve. Mm. Right. I'm open to evolve to, to evolve.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So I've always been an animator. Uh, I've been an animator my whole life. Right. And now I'm doing Be Better Than You. Yes. Right. That's taking my focus now, because for me, it's like, OK, well, I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've mastered that, and anybody can use it for any level of their life, no matter what it is. Right? It can be yes. something completely inter- internal, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I've mastered confidence. Now what? Right? <laughs> and uh, so, it, so for me, it's like I've always wanted to be an animator, and now I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now my my question to myself is, what's next? Mm-hmm. And that's where we get into this: raise the level of competition within yourself. Yes. What what comes next? Yes. What? How are we going to get better than? How can we get better than this? Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. it can be scary, but it's also exciting, mm-hmm. right? And, 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 it's, and it's scary because like I said, you know, you have people who have been lawyers their whole life or been married their whole life and they think about what if I wasn't, right? I'll be starting at the bottom. Oh, I'm single, I'm 50 years old. I can't be single. I don't know what to do, right? You know, and and, and that, re- that reality is, is scary. Yeah, that's true. It produces a lot of fear and this is what makes you settle, right? But for me, it's like when you talk about raising the level of competition within yourself, like that's it, what's mm-hmm. next? You know, how could I how could I do this? Oh, I don't know anything about that. OK, well, I want to go check it out.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, it you is. know, the more. I, yeah. And it's so funny because people who know me, they know that I always have a lot of things going on. Mm. Right. Because I, I just I, 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 get, well, I get bored, probably. You know, maybe that's it, because I, I do love a challenge. Right. So if there's something I don't know anything about, that's what draws me to it. I want to figure it out, yeah. right? If that means me starting at the bottom, okay, well, that's just what it means, okay, yeah. that's exciting, okay because once i once I'm starting at the bottom, now the challenge is the competition part of it, how do I get to the top? What's the next step? yeah
0: what's that's the next true.
1: Step? And you're just constantly asking what's next, right, and that gets exciting, so we talk about you know uh people who want to make moves in their lives right who want to go to that next level, but they're afraid of the uncertainty that comes with it, mm-hmm. right. Um, So we replace, and this is what I embody in my own life, is replace that fear with curiosity. Mm -hmm. Instead of, I don't know what's going to happen over there. If I I, I take this next step forward, I don't know what's going to happen. Instead of letting that induce fear, get curious about it. What is over there? Right. Or even get nosy about it, if that's better, because, you know, there's a lot of nosy people in the world. Right. Like what's going on over there? Like what's going on? <laughs> that we're always worried about what's going on in somebody else's life and things like that. Right. Sure, OK, well, yes. take that same nosiness, take that same curiosity and mm-hmm. apply it to your own life and your own admiration. Mm-hmm. Instead yes. of letting that induce fear. Right. Because you're always worried about what's going on in somebody else's life. Even celebrities. We always want to know what's going on in their life. We're following their Instagram. We're, we're talking about what they should do and what they shouldn't do and what's going to mm-hmm. happen. And we're always we, we can do that with other people. We can project and predict with other people and have that confidence of what other people should do. But when it comes to us, we're like, you know, we retract, (laughs) right? And We're we're fearful, but we, we're, but we're doing the same thing. But we're, Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're not using it to our advantage. Mm
0: -hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's very so. For
1: for me, that's where that competition comes from because I'm like, all right, well, what am I going to do here? So when Mm -hmm. even when things arise, when trouble arises, right? All right, Mm -hmm. so what are you going to do about it? right
0: yes so it's, it's never too always,
1: It's that level of questioning
0: yes yes i love that yeah it's never too late for us to change the course of our lives to take a new path to um you know take on a new adventure basically it's it's, uh, it's never too late yeah, yeah and it,
1: and it and it's fun you mm-hmm. know what i mean so like yeah for me like it's it's tough when when i'm around people uh who are just very um complacent right Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's one thing to be satisfied it's one thing to be fulfilled and content with what's going on but you know you always want to have something to uh like something that's pulling you right Uh, something that's interesting you know you know even you talk about marriage and and keeping the spark alive you gotta you gotta do that with your own life too right because complacency can come with self-loathing right Mm -hmm. if you got too much time to think you got too much time to just you know you're just living the norm every day it's the same monotonous stuff you're living the factory life Mm. right yeah same thing over and over and over again i talk about that in the book as well it's like you start to die inside a little bit it's true right and then and then you get to a point where you continuously like we talk you know repetition is the mother of skill and practice (laughs) makes perfect yeah the more you do this the more you live in that lifestyle of complacency like i said it you do it over and over again you're doing the same thing over and over again you're going to start to experience other things right you're going to start to go down that tunnel and that mm-hmm. tunnel can be a tunnel of despair or a tunnel of inspiration right mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's up to you so it's like okay well if we're just living in this in the same life and we're just doing very monotonous stuff we start to get depressed like i said we start to question ourselves like what are we doing mm-hmm. right we have too much time to think and this is how we get into this weird spiral of iteration and frustration, right? And, and we start to disintegrate internally. And we yes. literally start to disintegrate, right? And, uh, and that's how we get we even get sick, right? We start to get sick. Our body starts to just get really uneasy, right? And, uh, and we can do that. We can do the same thing by just having that spark always, right? Like having a healthy dissatisfaction with what's going on in your life. Yes, that's right. Ridiculous. It doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, okay, I've I've wanted to be an animator since I was seven years old. I've done that. Mm. That doesn't yeah. mean I need to keep doing it. Now that I'm at Disney, that doesn't necessarily mean I need to be at Disney for the rest of my life. True. I've done it. I've experienced it. I love it. I've embraced it. It's it's fantastic. Okay, but what's next?
0: Mm. Yes. Right? Yeah. The next step, the next level. Yes, and
1: that's 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 inspiring, right? That's just for just for yourself. That's how you get that zest and that yes. satisfaction in your life, and just just complete exhilarating well being. Mm. Yes, right. Yes. And people tell me like, oh, you always have so much stuff going on because I'm I'm excited all the time. Like, I'm excited <laughs> about my life. Right. I'm yeah. excited about what I can do. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about like your potential. I, I won't know unless I try. Of course. Right. Of course. And like I said, I, and I'm curious about it. I'm nosy. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know. I want to figure it out. Yes. Right. And I'm having fun doing that. So, it, you know, and, and, you know, I talk about in my book where fear was actually a big part of my life, mm-hmm. where fear has paralyzed me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. at one point and uh you know i I've, I've overcome that thankfully my mom was a big key in that and fears never paralyzed me again it's been replaced like permanently replaced with curiosity, curiosity. yes
0: that's one key lesson i'm taking from this also i will replace all my fears with curiosity like i'll just know i'll just ask myself what's at the other end for me what can i explore at the other end instead of being fearful of it
1: Yes. Right. Or uh, you can ask yourself, you know, what's, what are the benefits? What are
0: the benefits? Right? Yes. What
1: are my, what are my advantages here? Mm. Right. And it's just about weighing the pros and cons. Now it's, it's definitely, I'm not saying, you know, um, you know, be ignorant or arrogant. Mm. Right. Or it's just like, okay, let me just walk into the darkness and just see what happens. You know, uh, okay. We, you have to, you do have to weigh out your options. Mm. Right. But that's, that's part of the curiosity, yeah. you know, questioning that, you know, like I said, what are my advantages here? What are my disadvantages? You know, mm. we talked about triggers before and understanding that, or am, am I going to be triggered here? You know, what, are, you know, is there anything, am I prepared for that? Yes. Right. Um, yeah. how, how can this benefit me? Mm. You know, how could it be in detriment? Yeah. You know, uh, and what are, what are my expectations? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So, uh, and just kind of figuring, and I, one thing I always say as uh, kind of my catchphrase is consider all things. You know, so if you read the book and we, you'll, you'll see that we talk about a lot of different aspects of who you are, what you are and all those kinds of things. We talk about the subconscious and how to be proactive and things like that. Yeah. By the time you're done with the book, mm-hmm. you're going to understand how to navigate and have different sorts of pers- perspective. Right. Uh, when you walk into when you walk into places like that, you'll understand how to replace that fear with curiosity in a way that doesn't make you ignorant when you walk in or doesn't make you. I'm just gonna say it's stupid you know walking into <laughs> walking into places you know just very stupidly right like oh i got this you know just kind of overconfident for no reason just very arrogant Mm -hmm. right um uh, there is a process and you know you'll read that book and you'll you'll understand what that process is it's going to take longer uh to explain it here in this podcast
0: of course yes i I encourage everyone to get the book and you know read through the process you you know it's so wonderful you start with like story time then you dive into self-reflection and goals and personal finance then it goes all the way down i love that so i I encourage everyone to pick up the book and read it. Um, it's available on Amazon, and I'll place the link to your website on the, sh- in the show notes of this episode. But if there's someone out there who we'll still want to ask you questions, we want to connect with you personally, to maybe I don't know, ask some questions that we're not able to cover during this conversation, what's the best way to connect and, and work with you?
1: For sure, for sure, you can uh, you can reach me at. Instagram uh what am I what am I even saying <laughs> I was going to say my website but maybe <laughs> I should say my All right so yeah, yeah. uh no, you can reach me on Instagram at shaystone.s yeah. and uh on www.bebetterthanyou.com.
0: Awesome Great. So it's going to also be available in the show notes of this episode. So you just have to copy the link or click on the link and get across to Shay on Instagram or on the website. There's a contact form too on the website. You could just fill up and then get across to Shea. Oh yeah, for, Shea sure, for sure. For yes, sure. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And if you're interested in life coaching and things like that, that's on the website as well. So
0: yes thank you so much i really appreciate everything you taught me in this episode i learned a lot from you from your story and about you know replacing fear with curiosity that was like an eye point for me also and also being very very productive with the way i think you know with the way i see situations and circumstances in life thank you so much
1: yeah no thank you so much this has been fantastic man
0: yeah (laughs) awesome
1: wow you made it to the very
0: end of this episode Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.